Another summer day in store for the Twin Cities. Maybe a few showers, and we could use them at least around here. Good morning to you, Jack Farrell. Denny, how are you this fine morning? I am doing quite well. Again, I know there's a lot of parties, grad parties and such, and uh, but I we do need some showers here, at least in my in my yard. But we're not yeah. going to be talking about that today. What what are we going to be talking about? I'm going to talk about bringing wine to a picnic. Bringing the right bottle of wine not only enhances the picnic foods, but it adds a degree of sophistication, in my opinion, to outdoor dining. Uh, there's a couple of simple rules uh, to follow when you bring wine to a picnic. And first and foremost is kind of know the party. And what I mean by that is what kind of a party they're going to have. Really, for picnic wine, uh, we're talking about not a backyard barbecue or backyard picnic. Usually picnic, uh, there's no cooking on site. The food is prepared ahead of time, eaten at room temperature. Uh, maybe if you're lucky enough to have your picnic near a lake or a brook or a creek, you can use the lake or brook or creek to chill your wine and put the bottle right in the water and uh, just let it sit there for 10 or 15 minutes. It'll chill down beautifully. But when you look at that, a picnic, just let it sit there for 10 or 15 minutes. It'll chill down beautifully. But when you look at that, a picnic needs wine that won't overpower the food and will go well with the food and is, is relatively portable to take on your picnic. Because usually going on a picnic means a particular site. And as I said, you're going to and for purposes today, uh, the picnics we're talking about won't have any heat or barbecue element in them. It's just a picnic, that old loaf of bread, a jug of wine, a you type of thing. But uh, picnic needs don't, for a wine, shouldn't really overpower the food. It should be just an adjunct to the pool. And you want a wine that travels well. You know, and today, it, I hate to say it, but it's remarkable to me, some of these packaged wines, the wines that even come in cans, are pretty good. You know, there was a time you could just wave your hands at all of those wines, box wines, uh, wines that came in old-time milk cartons and things like that, and say, oh, yuck. Uh, and even uh, wines that had screw tops used to be, oh, gall. But not anymore. Those packages... Are put, they're putting some very, very good product into those packages, and that's good news for picnickers because it's made the wine much more portable and it makes it easier to tote along uh, a wine or something like that. Uh, one Another thing that's kind of a good idea, speaking of screw tops, is forget the cork when you have a picnic. It's okay to bring a uh, screw top wine. Some of them are absolutely smashing. You know, 98% of the wines produced in New Zealand, that's an awful lot of Sauvignon Blanc, uh, are made with screw tops. So the screw tops are really coming, have come into their own over the last 10 years. And uh, it isn't any longer a, a, an idea that that screw top wine is an inexpensive plonk. It can be very, very good wine in a screw top. And it makes it that much easier. You don't have to worry about pulling the cork, etc. Uh, and another advantage of those screw tops is they're so easy to reseal. That that's the magic. Just screw that top back on, and 
bottle, sometimes you have a hard time getting the cork in, or you lost the cork, or it broke coming out, etc. With screw tops, you don't have any of that, and it's easy to salvage the wine that's left over to take for another time. Let's not forget for a picnic, rosé, rosé, rosé. I have a, a weakness for picnic rosés. They're the perfect kind of accompaniment, in my opinion, to a light picnic. And don't forget, there's a huge, huge variety of rosés available today. I think we alone have over 150 different rosés. So believe me, there's bound to be a rosé in there that will appeal to you. And don't forget, rosés are generally fairly inexpensive wines. They're really very good. You want a, a, a really nice rosé, get one from Provence. That's where all the movie stars put their homes in. Brad Pitt and whatever her name was uh, had a vineyard over there, and so does uh, uh, several other movie stars. I can't think of them at the moment. But uh, Provence produces, now catch this, 38% of the wine, rosé wine in, in the whole world is produced in Provence. So, so they're Big, big producers of Provence wine. Millions and millions of bottles every year. And, of course, it's a beautiful area, and the wine reflects the area, in my opinion. It's laid back. It's simple. It's something just to be enjoyed. And so if you're looking for a clue, this, the clue is this. Get a rosé from Provence. It is a wonderful area. The wines are usually soft salmon color. They have a good fruity texture. Uh and usually they're very low in alcohol, so uh, those rosés from Provence are really something to look into because they're generally very inexpensive unless you buy the ones that the movie stars own, and they seem to price those up pretty good. Another thing to think about for our picnic is how about some bubbly? Maybe you don't want to take along a bottle of champagne because they're kind of expensive. They're worth it, but they're expensive. You can take something very simple like uh, a Prosecco from Italy. It's got little bubbles in it, and it's got a little price. You're hard-pressed to pay over 12 or $15 a bottle for Prosecco, and it, it's a delightful, refreshing, sparkling wine that goes with almost anything. And, you know, every wine-producing area of the world makes sparkling wine. We make a ton of really good sparkling wine here in this country, in California, Oregon, Etc. Even some pretty good sparkling wines from Texas and New Mexico, but that uh, bubbly is just a wonderful thing. You can buy a, a Cremant de Bourgogne, which is a sparkling wine made in Burgundy. It's about the closest to real champagne there is, but it is again a fur piece away on the price. The real champagnes cost thirty, forty dollars a bottle, and you can get a very, very good bottle of Cremant de Bourgogne for under twenty dollars. And maybe that's what you should have if you're going to have that. And then let's talk for a minute about uh, food pairings, the picnic fare. Most everybody, when you're thinking about a picnic, think of cold chicken. Cold fried chicken is a wonderful thing for a picnic. And with that, I'd maybe try something like Fog Martin Chardonnay for a white. And if you're having a red, a chilled bottle of Beaujolais, what could be better? Today, when we have all of these fabulous plastic containers and bags, etc. It isn't, uh, it's a lot easier to transport things to your 
picnic, like a pasta salad. Uh, and, and, you know, the pasta salads are just, uh, they defy imagination. There's so many of them. With, a, a, say, a caprese pasta salad, I would have a Ferrelli Chiani. It's a light red wine, very unassuming, and it would go perfectly with pasta. And then there's things that you can make up, like pesto shrimp or pesto scallops. That's so simple. You can buy even pre-made pesto at the store, perhaps thin it a little bit with some good olive oil, and then toss your shrimp or salad, scallops, or a little bit of chicken in them. Just delicious. Deviled eggs. I love deviled eggs. And with deviled eggs, I love Sauvignon Blanc. And we have one right now called Salt. It's one of the best Sauvignon Blancs from this country I've ever tasted. It comes from the state of Washington. Uh, what a simple name, salt, but their Sauvignon Blanc is dazzling. Another thing we are so fortunate to have is wild rice here. A cold wild rice salad is pretty hard to beat for a picnic there. You know, you just cook the wild rice and add vinaigrette to it, and you can add, you know, chopped up cherries and nuts and do all that other stuff if you want. But basically, wild rice with vinaigrette is very good. Bean salad and uh, just cheese and bread. Think of the thousands of kinds of cheese you can have and the hundreds of types of bread. Uh, add a little charcuterie or sausage with that and a very light red wine. And boy, uh, you know God's in heaven and all's right with the world. Uh, chilled savo- uh, savory pies, for example, like tomato pie, which is a tomato pie made with different cheeses and sliced tomatoes, makes a wonderful thing to take along. So are quiches, easy, simple, and delicious. Uh, Salad niçoise, which is one of my favorite salads, is a good thing to take on a picnic. And with that, I always have Tavel. Tavel is a rosé wine that's made in the Rhone Valley of France. And that's all they make there. They don't make any red wine. They don't make any white wine. They only make rosé. And Tavel is a good one. There's one called Royal. And I guarantee you, if you're a red wine drinker, you have a glass of that Royal Tavel, that's going to convert you to becoming a Tavel wine lover because it's the rosé, in my opinion, made for red wine drinkers. It's a little more intense than most rosé. It's all—it's a reddish pink rather than that salmon-colored pink that you get in Provence wines. But it is absolutely delicious and it goes so well with salad niçoise. In fact, it goes well with any kind of salad. Speaking of salads, what about tuna salad, chicken salad, ham salad? All our, even potato salad, is great to take along on a picnic. And those are all wine-friendly dishes. You can find all sorts of wines that go with those, depending on your budget and uh, your taste buds, actually. Anyhow... They even make a watermelon salad with feta cheese that's pretty good. And uh, with that, I like a Vino Verde, which is a white wine from Portugal that gives you a little spritz on your tongue. goes just beautifully with that feta cheese that's been seasoned uh, with watermelon. Another one is, uh, how about a cold soup? You can take a thermos along of cold soup gazpacho, which is a favorite of mine, and so is vichyssoise. Excuse me. And vichyssoise is so easy to make. It's nothing but cold potato soup. It is absolutely delicious. And for desserts on our picnic, and let's not forget dessert, 
Fruit, of course, travels beautifully, easily, and it's simple. But so do bars and cookies. And who can deny the pleasure of a really well-made lemon bar uh, to have at the end of your picnic or a big chocolate chip cookie? Mm -hmm. And how about just plain old sandwiches? What's wrong with that for the picnic? You can doctor those sandwiches up by using different breads. Try flat breads. Make sandwiches on croissants. Pita pocket bread, focaccia, French bread, baguette, sourdough. I think you get the idea. Even taking bagels and uh, put putting salmon and cream cheese, then season them with a little lemon pepper and some sliced onion. Oh, just a perfect thing now. And you know what would be absolutely glorious with that smoked salmon would be a buttery uh, Chardonnay, like Provenera Chardonnay is a delicious one. Uh, to have. I think you get the idea here that a picnic's a lot of fun and by adding a little wine to the picnic, you're going to increase the sophistication of the picnic, make everybody enjoy it a little more and yourself, you'll enjoy it and you'll feel so sophisticated. And don't forget if you're worried about the alcohol content you can do what the French do. It's very common for them to thin wine with a little water. They particularly do it with young children as they're growing up uh, with their table uh, is they have a little wine, but they cut it with water, maybe three parts water, one part wine. But if us older folks, you could do one part water and two parts, three parts wine. And you've thinned it down and lowered the alcohol content if you're worried about that. And then today at the Haskell stores, we are going to be trying Malbec. You've heard me say before, if you're having a barbecue, there's no better wine than a Malbec. Malbec is a grape type from France that found its really growth pattern in Argentina. And the Malbec from there is fabulous. The one we're tasting today is a Gary Bay. It's owned by the Nathan Rothschild family. Rothschild family, you can recognize the five arrows on the bottle. And uh, that means it's Rothschild family property. And they have three of them. The Grand Corte Fletches is their big one. It's about $30 a bottle, and it is a drinking experience. And then the Fletches Los Andes is the lesser expensive. It's under $20. And then a Gary Bay Street Malbec is about $12. And they are really terrific. This area of Argentina, Mendoza, is known for its Malbec. And Malbec, as I said, if you had all the money in the world to pair a wine with a barbecue, you couldn't do any better than a Gary Bay Malbec, and it's available for tasting at all the Haskell stores today. We're also going to taste that salt Sauvignon Blanc. It's delicious. And don't forget, a week from today is the Haskell's boat cruise on the beautiful St. Croix River. On the boat cruise, you have a wonderful lunch. There's tasting of all sorts of wines, beers, uh, and even some uh, seltzers and liqueurs uh, to try on the boat. It's a wonderful experience. Bring a couple of friends and cruise up and down the St. Croix. It is a great thing to do. And let's not forget, if you're going on a picnic, take a bottle of wine. Absolutely. And join any one of the Haskell's locations. Jack, I know we have to run, but uh, let's uh, give the uh, directions, locations of those Haskell's uh, stores. I'll do it, Denny. Haskell's loves to talk about wine, and they'll help you pick a wine that doesn't cost very much. Stop in. There's tasting today between 1 and 3. There's a Haskell's in Bloomington, Excelsior, Faribault, 
the Maple Grove store, 22,000 square feet of wines from around the world. In Minneapolis, we have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. There's Askells in Minnetonka, Plymouth, St. Paul's Island Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come in, go to Haskells.com. And don't forget, Haskells does deliver. Well, enjoy the week, Jack, and let's do this again next week. Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. That's Jack Farrell from Haskell.